0: This is
1: Navigate with I.D. Enang.
0: Oh my gosh. Uncle I.D. Good. good afternoon, Uncle I.D.
1: <laughs> good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon, oh Ify. Goodness. How are you? I'm, I'm sure Legos will be I, am one Am I beam. fine,
0: Uncle I?D.? I don't know if I'm fine. Or, I, am I safe?
1: You're very safe. Very Safe from everything. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: Um, good afternoon, all. I'm sure you'll be... Wondering how we just launched into that um, great form of laughter. Uh, Beautiful things happen when people smile. It tells you that all is well. And we are trusting God for the very best of times. And I'm grateful to God for life. I'm grateful to God for the opportunity. And so I bid you all a, a good afternoon. Especially those that are joining us for the first time. And for those of you who have consistently you know, whether the storms to, you know, come through one way or the other to listen to this program. We're indeed grateful and thank you for your comments and thanks for your feedback in whatever form and shape you've chosen to, you know, identify with this program. I say big thank you. Well, friends, we've been looking at the subject of productivity and, you know, we had um, talked about June. Today happens to be the last day in the month of June, but actually... We are in, if you want, technically speaking, we are in week one July, so to speak, technically. However, I've um, elected to continue on the workplace productivity, building on what we had on Thursday, but coming with a different vista entirely, and I hope you're going to lend me your ears as I walk through this specific subject. But before then, I have always had some measure of questions being asked and i tell you my personality has actually caused a bit of this that i'm not so good at um selling myself although i'm supposed to be a salesman i'm a i'm a chartered fellow and a marketer but when it comes to talking about things that pertain unto me i tend to go very shy by the way i'm telling you i am so very shy if you want to
0: and I had to turn on the mic to say, "Yeah,
1: that's so true." <laughs> you know, I'm I'm really shy about that. I'm not good at, um, yeah. but I'm 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 learning. And so, this is just for many of you who've sent me several messages, especially by email. Getting to first of all, thank thank us, uh, the team at Corporate Shepherds, and asking me. You know, they never really realized that um, with all of Navigate with ID being brought to you by Corporate Shepherds. So what do you really do at Corporate Shepherds? So permit me to just share with you what we do and a little bit about Corporate Shepherds. Then I'll go into the subject of the day, which is about succession planning and management. And then we'll wrap up with that. Uh, very many years ago, 2009 specifically, specifically before I, I put it all cr- crow-wise, um, I, I had that vision and and then... That is what's tran- translated into wealth we have today. So, at Corporate Shepherds, we are actually, we believe that we are a leading institution that takes responsibility for equipping a, a new generation of leaders who desire to build a more just and equitable marketplace. And the mission we have is to teach, to guide, and to motivate individuals and corporations to new levels of capabilities and performance. So, if you really want to, Understand what our values are, our operating value is shepherding. That is our operating value. And what is the role of a shepherd? The role of a shepherd or shepherds is to tend. And based on these, our unique operating value, we do the following number one, we strive to understand the needs of those for whom we are responsible. Number two, being vigilant and reliable. Number three, recognizing our obligations and commitment to those entrusted to our care. And finally, being dependable, emphatic, caring, practical, and realistic. All of these are values that, you know, Corporate Shepherds, that we have at Corporate Shepherds. I have the privilege of being the founder of Corporate Shepherds. We're 11 years old, and Navigate with ID is an offshoot of Corporate Shepherds, and that's why you always here brought to you by Corporate Shepherds. So I'll try as much as possible to occasionally bring this to the fore. But as I get to the end of this particular topic, I'm going to step into part of what we do and some of our programs, uh, you know, so that you can take advantage of it. But more importantly, if you need a lot more information, go to the website corporateshepherds.com, or you can also go through navigatewithid.com. There's some interlink between all of that. Well, distinguished friends, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, dear listeners, uh, we've been talking about workplace productivity, just dovetailing from productivity, and today I want to start a journey on succession planning and management. Succession planning and management. Permit me to say that very many of you, possibly listening to me now, and possibly hereafter, when you listen to the podcast, you're already sitting back and you're expecting some measure of growth, growth in your career, growth in your person, growth in your business, growth for your company. The reality is that career, business, whatever form of growth, including personal growth, is a function of succession planning and management. Let me tell you this and I want to say this with every sense of humility. If you work in a company or organization where succession planning isn't considered at all, you are probably just living. Because you are not treated as a human being, you are treated as a number. You're just a number. It is a hard truth. You may not want to swallow it, and it's a bitter pill. However, if you work for an organization or a company that they talk about people, yes, people are greatest assets. I've heard that for almost um, all my life. The reality is, it is what they do that will tell you if truly they are bringing the planning into the fore, And that is going to lead me into a process conversation about the what, the why, the how, the who, and the when of succession planning and management. I hope it's going to be interesting. So if we will do as much as we can today. And then Thursday is there, and we'll be back next week uh, to continue. We are in the month of July already. And I want you all to understand that it isn't yet Uhuru. You cannot sit down in your house and say, I want to become the next marketing director. I want to be the next managing director. I want to be the next president. I want to be the next senator. I want to be the next ex-local government chairman. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Planning must precede all of that, and it takes management to make it happen. So, what is succession planning? Succession planning is a strategy for identifying and developing future leaders. I want to repeat that so you can hear. Succession planning is a strategy, underlying strategy, for identifying, underlying, and developing, underlying future leaders. Let me pause there for a second. I see parents sitting down sitting back and wishing their children will become what they have in the figment of their imagination. I want my son to be a doctor. I want my son to be a lawyer. I want my son to be an astronaut. Because they have actually watched it on television or they've seen a peer's child demonstrate such and so they desire to have their children become something. The key question is, Is that part of succession planning? You'll get to find out very soon. So as I continue on that trajectory, I've taken that it is a strategy for identifying and developing future leaders at your company, could be your company, could be your household, could be your country, could be your state, could be your local government. Developing future leaders in that context but not just at the top, but for major roles at all levels. So even at the junior role, the starting role, you must, at the point of recruitment, where they start, at, I started my career as a management trainee at Guinness Nigeria PLC. And even during our training, when they sat down, Mr. Detukasi of blessed memory and uh, our big brother, Abiola, we call him AOP, one of the greatest HR resources that we have in this climb. Those were the men that sat in there and told us, give us a picture of that future as trainees. So we started as trainees because someday they believe that one of us, some of us will ultimately become somebody to run the affairs of the company someday. Now, succession planning helps businesses. It can be private, can be small, it can be medium, it can be large. Whatever size you require succession planning, it helps businesses prepare for all contingencies by ensuring that high-potential workers, high-potential staff do what they advance. If you do not sit back, to plan and put in the pipeline then you are just going to have all kinds i mean have you seen a man take tapioca at the same time he will tell you i'm drinking gary and granite is a wish someday you'll just find out that the whole world has left you that the business has crumbled but what do we do in our own climb here rather than plan we open our businesses call that my brother um, or your cousin, or your auntie, or a member of family. Ah, uh, Mr. I.D. you know this my son, this my son, this my son is giving me so much trouble. Please, find a job for him in your company, and you just call the next person in the manager. Uh, this, take this nephew of mine and give him something. That is not succession planning. You wonder why today we do not, over the years, how come we do not have proper nigerian brands companies and businesses that are sustainable when you look at ford it should tell you that there is a ford ford is from a certain family when you look at certain products when you look at certain brands and companies it tells you that something was done when you look at certain entities look at the u.s for instance you look at a certain family you think they only got their sons to become US presidents by sitting at home and saying uh, uh, I'm a political I'm a political demagogue. No. They plan and they manage it. It's a strategy to it. They identify and they develop. In Nigeria, we do not identify. In some cases we pontify and pontificate. You see that boy, I like the way he's looking oh i like that girl i like that lady she speaks well that's identification but we don't develop we then bring the person and tell the person come and start this be in this place and the whole jigsaw falls apart the question you're going to ask me is the next w is why why do you think succession planning is important why is it important it is important as a part of the talent management process. Succession planning helps set the tone for that process of identifying mission-critical rules. Let me pause there. Very many times I have the privilege of sitting in different forums. I mean, you'll find whether in church, whether in departments, whether in certain ministries, public or private, Whether in certain companies, you find people begin to sit down and say, we need an IT, we need a head of IT. Uh, We need, um, you know what, I think we need uh, some head of technology here. They just grow a rule from the top of their heads. Because somebody just says, okay, we just know that we need someone to manage this console. Let's get one uh, console mechanic or uh, who's going to supervise. Uh, Let's look for one overall head. That's enough. We do that because we don't plan. But you know what? I always tell people that when you sit back and ask yourself, what exactly are we into? What type of business are we into? Why are we in business? We are in business to serve the customer. We are in business to provide X to the end user. Based on that, what does the end user require? The end user requires you to make sure when he or she calls that for an item the item is delivered to him or her by social time based on a laid down procedure or agreement that tells you what the need is and based on that need you will then sit down and ask yourself what do we require in terms of boxes that box will require someone that will deliver the goods we require someone that will produce the goods we, dis- we, dis- we require someone that will go to the market to help us prize for the imputes. Those boxes stay. The next stage is, which, who will fill these boxes? Then you start looking for qualification, not the other way around. You know what we do? We employ people, and then we just put them there and say, look for one of his, just, what is it, what title? Just give him any title, let him go we never sit down to identify the mission critical roles so a company that is into especially now in covid many people don't know that your front-facing staff are so mission critical a lot more than you would have of even the owner of the company why because they are the ones that will serve the customers they are the ones that will serve have interface with the consumers those guys are mission critical roles and so in that space people with the right skills and competencies that will need to fill those roles in the short medium and long term all of that must be put together and that is why succession planning is critical if one person shifts if you are a good um, player of um, what's the word now you know this there's this game that we used to have as kids They'll give it to you. And one, once you shift one lever out, there's space for the other room to happen. There's space for the others to be able to maneuver. Succession planning provides a platform for individuals and organizations to manage or even view the future from the lens of investing. In who? People. I started by telling you that we must always place a high value on people so in essence if you are not a business you are a business owner and you are not having any succession planning in place or succession management your business is terribly at risk if you do not place a high value on people by letting the right people begin to build the skills and competencies to grow with your organization then you are setting Fire on whatever you're putting together. God forbid. Nobody knows. Tomorrow, you are either transferred or somebody, something happens, something tragic happens. How does this business continue? That's why Nigerian businesses die because a lot of people don't plan and they don't manage that whole process because we do not place a high value on people. Even companies that engage in succession planning, it's just on paper they will tell you that we do ah, we do appraiser we have a good pms performance management system but do they actually do it on paper they identify and groom or they select individuals but they never manage so it's important that you make sp and m a thorough process what do i mean succession management is the doing that is where you build a robust map When you put that map on the table, then you can develop the talent and the bench that you require. That's when you know you have what I call bench strength. Each time I look at a company, you know, it's almost like a football team. Take any of those top-rate teams. You find that the strength of the bench is as good as the first 11. When you don't have bench strength, I call it BS. Not what, you you know, (laughs) whenever I sit down, not what you think, not what is making you laugh. Without a good BS bench strength, you do not have a company. You do not have people. You do not you are not going to sit through. Let me share a personal, a very personal example with you. We we have a certain a, a gentleman, one of my colleagues, this young man joined us after we had I'm telling you a personal story that is active now. He may even, I'm sure he's even listening. This young gentleman. We had to hire him after we had series of issues with these security companies. We had taken on two or three different security companies, and each of them, the staff, either they would kick off, you come back today, something is missing. You come back tomorrow, you fire this group, the next group or next company. So we had like that running and they kept changing. I said, What is wrong with our people? It's not as if they're not well paid, but now long truth. Or Maybe they are not well kept. That's not my business. However, when you outsource that part, I'm talking about when this outsource security companies, it got to a point I said, no, I'm tired of all of this. That's it. And a friend of mine said to me, I said to a friend of mine, can you help me get one of your guys? I know you guys are very, have a lot of dexterity. Get me a young man who is just starting life. And I can, you know, look at him and then see how we can help him. And so this young man came, and his role, when he joined us, was to come in as, you know, a security uh, officer, living on-premise and managing it. When this young person started with us, he was managing, and still is. But I tell you, he's been with us for going to three years now. When he came in, two and a half years roughly, not three, when he came in, he came in as a security man, quote-unquote, But I said to him then that you are a security man now. I don't expect you to still be in this same space a year from now. That you must strive to develop yourself. And what did we do? We started engaging him, training and developing him in other areas. The first place was to move in to also supervise the cleaning. The second space was by year one, 15 months after, I gave him the role of facility assistant he is responsible for the entire office facility he manages everything of course his salary is not the same way when he joined today i can tell you this young man does the filing of our tax so where are we moving him we told him clearly under supervision that we are looking forward to you becoming an office assistant if you doubt it google corporate shepherds come to our office you'll see him will be the one if you need to use any part of that facility is the man that will start from beginning to end you will not see any manager you will not see myself but that young man has been given capacity but trained that is all about sitting down and saying two years from now i see you doing xyz but we had to equip him we had to provide and send him on doing stuff together. He has to provide a budget every month for his own department. But when he left his own state to come over to Lagos, he never knew that one day he'll be learning how to go into budget, etc. That is really looking at that space. It's a little example just to demonstrate to you that if we can plan and take people from where they are, most people should not be in the same place from the time that they have met you. That brings me to the how. We've talked about the what, the why, and now let's look at the how. How does succession planning come to the fore? Succession planning can only come to the fore through a proper succession management. And what is that? It's a process of ensuring that skilled people, whether employees, whether persons, whether talents, they are trained and made available to help the individual Or business or company or state or government meet their strategic objectives. Succession management is a tool that prepares people for the future. And it comes in different forms. But I'm going to speak to four different forms, especially for some of you that are working for any organization that is looking seriously around the subject of succession planning. management. Many organizations only have succession planning meetings, but they never manage. They do it on paper, they have it on paper, but they never bring it to life. I like the fact that I could sit with my colleagues in Cadbury in those days, and I will say to you, by the grace of God, in three years' time, I see you in that role. Today, I have so many of such testimonies, and I wish some of them, I could actually bring them up. You know, to be able to speak to you, to tell you that it's possible, you can start. It, there's no way I can superintend over an organization, and people will still be in the same role after three years. Almost impossible, because I believe a lot in job mobility, and I'll make sure you are mobile, whether you like it or yes. Because many times people don't want to move, but that's the place of a shepherd. The shepherd has to come with other stick. Or a cudgel to move you on the line don't you see when the headsmen are going with their cows there's some of them that will be stubborn they don't want to go with the head and so they speak the language the first time it moves second time is the stick it's called the carrot and stick and it's all part of management so what is succession management in the forms number one is job shadowing job shadowing let me give you a classic example of job shadowing i am managing director of so, so and so company, a multinational. Now they are grooming me to become the chairman of the same company. I am then made to spend a bit of time, 30 40 percent of my time, just sitting and working with the chairman. That is job shadowing. You are a director. You are going to go. You are going to leave the company in six months or retire. You must begin to look at your entire chain. If you have not had succession planning, then you have a problem. Because in that management process, job shadowing would have allowed you to take on one person that will look at you and shadow. That's job shadowing. Look at that job that you are doing. And that next in line will begin to leave the, the tenets of that job. And you, and you can provide some on-the-spot coaching for the process till you retire. Number two, the second factor of form is called job rotation. I love this part. And it's typically done by serious minded companies. When people start, when you are fresh, they say, oh, these are like they did for me in Guinness, management trainee. They will send you in different departments. You all go around. You know, I think um, Unilever does that too. They will send you, you'll come in, you'll go into different departments, and after they look at you, and there will be reports to say, hmm, if you will do well with HR. But also, I'm sure they will ask you, if you, where would you like to go? Many times, most of us don't actually know where. But that's the essence of the whole structure of management to say, based on these characteristics, based on these traits you've exhibited, we believe you have the skills and competences to be a good OAP. And then you begin to find yourself in the PR department. And that's when they start you on that note. What I call it is a tour of duty. Job rotation is very key, especially for new entrants. It's also very key when you get to a certain level between middle to senior management. It's important that you go around. If you want to become an MD and you are sitting today as marketing manager, go into supply chain. Go understand supply chain. Stay there for 18 months. Leave supply chain. Come to HR spend another 18 months because you one day want to be md it is when you go through this tour of duty or job rotation you become fit for purpose that one day when you sit on the saddle as managing director they will know there's nothing they're going to bring to you about supply chain there's nothing they're going to say about marketing there's nothing they'll talk about finance they'll just look at you and say wow this guy is an all-rounder no you may be the greatest on rounder but the process of developing you came through one of those things called succession management job rotation number three form in which succession management can come to life is through short-term assignments short-term assignments you can take a short-term assignment you are in nigeria your company has footprints in africa in 10 other locations or countries in africa you can take out a short, an STA, that's what we call it, short-term assignment, and go to one of those countries that mirror where you want to go in your next role. And you go spend, say, six months, nine months, one year. It's, because it's short, it's called an STA. That's when you find people go over to um, maybe Dubai. Maybe they, they can send them to Canada, to the U.S., or to the U.K., or to Europe for six months. You can do it for people who you see that have the potential to become so great to your business organization. STAs are fantastic formats to help build capability and competency because culture, diversity, and inclusion will come to play. It It was such an honor when I was MD of Samsung that I had people of diverse cultures. I had Koreans, I had Lebanese, I had uh, Indians, I had Nigerians, I had Ivorians, I had all manner of, you know, nationalities, all within that organization that I had the privilege of leading. And that in itself put in an experience. Why? Because at one point in my career, in the course of my trajectory, I was the president of I beg your pardon, the region vice president for Africa for the World Federation of Advertisers. And that's where all the world chief marketing officers were sitting. And I joined them in China, being been elected. So when it comes to cultural diversity, they were all grooming me all that time for the day I'll become MD of Samsung. And I didn't know that one day I'll be MD of L'Oreal. So when you sit there, you now wonder all of these things that you're doing, if you do not sit down to manage your career or your succession plan, it will not happen. You will start blaming the company. The fourth form is when there is well-rounded education, and that happens on what you and I know: OJT, on-the-job training. Many of you do not make hay when the sun is shining. You have your job today. I mean, each time I come, I look at Ify, I'm, I'm, I'm so I'm. I've marvelled in the way she's expressed from the the first time i met her three years ago as she's laughing when she was just a neophyte and i i look at her and today someone's gonna say a radio butterfly but i tell you on the job training perfected the craft been able to put it through and then the next thing she begins to you know shadow um the pd and becomes so tomorrow she becomes pd you're saying oh that's succession management because she started somewhere you saw her and later you now see her as md you say wow md of Lagos. stocks when did she start she started sometime because someone was managing it. friends if you do not m- take on planning and succession together sorry succession planning and management together is like a real track they run simultaneously this goes this goes if you don't then trust me you are just a pawn on the chessboard it's a long way to go because i'm going to take i'm taking my time to share all of this with you so that you can come back to me with questions i have two more parts of it maybe i'll just go through it or i'll shift it to Thursday there's a when in succession planning and management and the when has to do with the readiness of the people many of you are not ready And you know why you're not ready? Because you're lazy. You're intellectually lazy, first of all, to dream of where you want to be. You're intellectually lazy to say, where's the destination? You're intellectually lazy to put yourself down and say, I am going to Benin. How do I get to Benin? In getting to Benin, I could go by air, by road, and I could trek. Which one is going to get me to Benin? So depending on the strategic objective of the entity, the company, there's always a when factor. The when factor is equals to what? Readiness. And so there are three spaces on readiness. If you are looking at the next job, I talked about if he being the MD of Lego stocks, for example. There are three levels. Level one is ready now. Is if he ready now? The answer is no. Now, number two is is ready in 6 months, 12 months, 18, 24 months? Is if you ready in 6, 12, 18 months to be the MD of Lagos Megale- um, stocks? The answer is still no. And that is the third level, not ready. So it tells you that there are gaps. So there's a first level, ready now. Means you can step in. There's a second level, that you are ready in 6 months, ready in a certain time. Not Nobody talks about ready in 5 years. That's a long stretch. Ready now, ready in 24 means in two years. And so they can put in. Now, the third one automatically is not ready. What that means is there are gaps. And those gaps need to be filled. And that's where training, that's where interventions, that's where they have to put you through all of those things I talked about. And this is the final pit. The who speaks to the person. The who speaks to the right people and this the people that go through the process of succession management are typically called hypos high potentials so to build high potentials and high potential individuals you need to start by succession planning and then you manage succession so the question to you my friends are you a high potential candidate have you been identified as a high potential candidate? Are you in a role that is mission critical? Are you in a job that, if, God forbid, you get hit by a boss, the company will shake for a long time? Or they will just say, oh, I beg, yeah, uh, uh, come enter here. Number four, if I ask that question or this question, where do you see yourself in three to five years what role do you think you will occupy in three to five years if you cannot answer it then you are just slaving because reality is you are just a pawn on the board and at one point you will not be required but if you can answer and there's a plan to ensure you get better then you are part of the retention strategy of your company if you are not, they are putting you on the left. The day that uh, something comes and there's some wet, some the weather is inclement, you know how the plane will be shaking. <coughs> Small turbulence, then go throw away you. And so you need to begin to look at positioning. Do you believe in spending time on a job or at a company? Let me tell you something that I believe strongly with all of my heart. Do you know you can spend one year in a job add so much value than someone who has spent five years? So many of you that say uh, i have been here for five years and they cannot find one valuable thing to attach to you. You're a waste pipe. But somebody comes and spends only one year and the whole organization is shaking and they are ready to pay anything to keep him. That's a measure of value. So when that person decides to leave after one year, they will give him the tag. It's a regrettable loss. Your own, you are not even in the in the reckoning. It's because you have not seen succession management at play. These are hard facts. We are talking about growth. We are talking about retention. We are talking about the future. Between succession planning, succession management, they only talk about high pools. High pools stand for high potential. High potential staff high-potential candidates, high-potential children. Even in the household, you see in those days, they'll say, the father will say, I don't have plenty of money. But this one, be like saying, head their house, make you go school. Make all of them a hypo. They've identified because of planning. And so let me close by telling you some of the things that we do at Corporate Shepherds to help. At Corporate Shepherds, we have some flagship interventions. Now on this program, Navigate with ID. You get a dose of it every week. However, there's something that we do for uh, to help individuals, businesses, and organizations. And I'm just going to flash just three of such interventions that we do go through under my supervision and guidance. Number one, we have what we call the guided professional support. It's called guided professional support. It's our GPS GPS is a development program that combines in-depth diagnostic of the individual's needs and the development priorities that are embedded in their workplace or in their journey. So we do that. And there are three kidders. So sometimes we look at transitioning, particularly from a supervisory to a management role, or from a management to leadership, basically saying that we help you The three kidders move from transition from being a supervisor to being a management staff or from being a management staff to be part of the leadership. And that means that there are three clusters we look at. Cluster A, we look at the C-suites, the directors and all the, they are sitting there. Then we look at class B, middle to senior managers. And we look at class C, the junior managers. And we constructively take sessions and each of those sessions are managed by KEDA, and are handled by our faculty, of which I'm the chief uh, servant. The second program we have to drive, and that's one of the things that we do well, and a lot of it is coming from a product of my experience and experiences of my faculty colleagues. The second intervention we have is the Corporate Shepherds FIT program. FIT is F-I-T. FIT stands for Follow-Up and Integration Track follow-up and integration track fit is a personalized program which aims to accelerate your development the individual's development or executive development especially high potential candidates to support their effectiveness in taking up their new roles what we also do with fit if expatriates come into this land into this country or anywhere on africa and by the way i consult also for certain global companies who are looking to do business in africa or nigeria or west africa they pay by the hour and so what they want is they want an idea of how they will come into the market or how they will survive fit is also for such expatriates who come into the country and do not have any other experience so what we do sit with such a person Help him integrate and then set him in. The third thing that we do with FIT FIT also involves helping those who otherwise are struggling in their roles, and those ones are on what we call PIP. These are the dregs, the people that are not doing well based on appraisal that are on performance improvement plans. What we have discovered is that many times the company or the managers don't have time for those people. They put them on PIP, they say in six months, I would have seen you, but they don't even spend time to develop the person. But we take up that responsibility as part of our shepherding, and we help you and say to the organization, give us this person, and in three months' time, you'll be more than fit. That's part of fit. So when you look at it in totality, what we try to do is to build leadership identity and skills to help people succeed in the change from management to leadership roles, or to keep themselves apart. Uh, the third one, which is very exciting, um, and it's it's one of our uh, our babies, is the Eve Leadership Program. And this is about grooming young female executives, helping women gain self-confidence and to affirm their personal leadership style. And we call it YFE, the YFEs. They develop their abilities to influence diversity and inclusion so that they can be well-profiled in the workplace now these are just three things that we do at corporate shepherds and the reason why i had to bring it up or well, of necessity you will hear me talk about this because right now as it is when we look at how we are going to develop and make our country great again it's all in our people companies must get responsible right now because of covid because of the slash the first things that they will slash would typically be training budget no more training no you are making a mistake They're in those vessels. That's where you have the honor. They are vessels of honor. Otherwise, if you don't train them, you cannot blame them. If you don't develop them, you cannot put responsibility on them. But companies begin now to cut their trading budget. If I was running a company, this is when I invest more in people because you must place a high value on people. Otherwise, when you engage and pay peanuts, you'll get monkeys. And afterwards, you say they are not doing well. You can't do well because you're not putting your money where your mouth is you only say yeah people are my assets they are not you treat them as liabilities and it's important that's why i went through this succession planning and management is key friends very key if you have any if you have any challenges as an individual as a business organization just reach out to us just go to the website reach out because this is a veritable way how we are going to build our economy and build our land. I hope this first pass will be back on Thursday to take this up again. I'm just going to, if you have any questions, you can send a mail to me, contact, at navigatewithid.com. Uh, we still have about 10 minutes to to the time. We can take some calls, and it will be about comments, and particularly if you also want to follow me on Instagram and Twitter, it's um, at IDYENANG. Sending your questions if you have issues around where you are in your development or your company is taking a hit, this is the time. We must produce, we must be productive, and we must bring productivity to bear. Nigeria will surely bounce back again. We must start by doing what is important, and it starts with people. People, people, people. We have a first caller.
2: Hello, Uncle ID.
1: Yes, sir. Who's calling, sir?
2: It's uh brother, Kovarokan.
1: Oh, comrade. I'm out
2: here. Sir.
1: I'm out here, I'm here. I'm
2: out here. out here. i I need to really thank you so much because um, I do a lot of listening. I seldomly called. Mm-hmm. But I'm forced to call at this point in time. Uncle I do you realize that your background is my background? Back home, do you know a lot of native uh, plants? Like your grandmother used to take care of you if you yeah. are sick, like you used to say?
3: Yeah.
2: Do you know that our grandfathers and our grandmothers did not have uh, this uh, plant that we are talking Most of yes. us would have been a very useful herbalist.
1: Yeah. Very true. They
2: died with that idea, mm. that wonderful idea, without telling anybody. Yeah, this is what they are talking about. Yeah, and it trickled down, to church uh, management. You yeah. know, there are some churches if their leader is gone or called to glory, that's the end of that church. Yeah, because yeah. no such plan as you taught us. Yeah. So, as far as I am concerned, this is the blunder that uh, Joshua in the Bible committed. Yeah. After Moses handed over the <laughs> staff of office to him, yeah. the young man led them to the promised land yeah. and nobody took away from him for several years, no vision, no revelation, no prophecy. Mm. God bless you, sir. I it's, think it's then, a lesson for Comrade Thank you. Very you, big lesson. Thank you, sir.
1: God bless you. Thank you, bro. Uh the numbers to call 0809-222-0913 and 809 That's a WhatsApp line, too. You can also send it tweet to at Lagos Talks 913-913 and tag at I-D-Y-E-N-A-N-G. Lagos Talks. Welcome.
3: Hello, sir. Good afternoon,
1: sir. Good afternoon, sir. Who is calling, sir? Uh, it's the ladies, sir. It, sir. Ah, hello, my friend. How are you? I'm the liar. Mm-hmm. I'm the liar. Ah, they're all fine. Biden okay. is fine. Good to
0: Sanu.
3: There was a note.
1: You're
3: telling me now. Just as uh, Commander Afon I want to appreciate you too. Thank and, you. And uh, for everything you've been doing to us, uh, some of us actually didn't have the opportunity of acquiring Western education to mm. the very end. And uh, with this, we sometimes, when we speak, a lot of people say, ah, where do you uh, get all of this from? I have to acknowledge you. Uh, thank you. Because we have formal and informal education. So I really want to thank you for everything you've done for us. Thank you. But then again, uh, I don't know what programs... I mean, I, I, I think I'll, I'll be interested in joining one of your programs. Not... Um, that will keep me updated. That will give me more knowledge of uh, leadership, mm. and uh, I, I, this 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 conversation maybe is something that I should chat to you privately.
1: Yeah,
3: uh, I want to know what it entails and all of those things. Okay, you know, for people like us that uh, don't have uh, some kind of degree or stuff like that, yeah. so I, I I don't know if you have program for people like me. Yeah. Uh, I won't say us, no, but okay. someone like me. Yeah, you yeah. don't have a... Dan Lally, that's a, one of the
1: reasons I have uh, the Seven Tribes. The Seven Tribes is multi-diverse and caters for yes. uh, different preferences. So if you go to the yes, website, sir. navigate with navigatewithid.com, and then um, yes, you will see Seven Tribes, just follow the process, and then uh, once you're able to send a message, the office can always get back to you on what you need to do to join. I mean, that, like you said, okay, is formal and that. informal.
3: Mm-hmm. there's a number you initially uh, gave me the other time. Yes, you can called, send a message. I think she's, she's your secretary. I don't know anyway. No, it's obvious. I, say, I, it's, don't, I, I don't have a secretary.
1: Pardon? I don't have a secretary. Um what I have okay, is a but, pool. But of so colleagues it's
3: like a, 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 someone picked actual Yes, yes, yes. So and I sent her a message. Okay. That uh, I got the number from you that I can contact you through her. I mean, through this not through the number,
1: I think an MTN number. Yes, it is an it is an M P N number. Do what you do? Send a message there. You'll be. It can be anybody. It could also be me. It's a roving line for us uh, as a team. So we all have it and we have access to action it. The important thing is that the job gets done. Uh, it yes. really can be a man, woman, boy or girl. It can even be my daughter that will pick it up and she'll <laughs> tell you, my daddy is coming. <laughs>
3: Uh, okay, sir. Okay, uh, thank thank you, you so much. I may go and mighty continue to bless it, sir, you, and your family. Uh,
1: thank you. All right. All righty.
0: All righty. <laughs>
3: um, this is
0: coming from Abayomi saying, hello, Uncle ID, Nice show today, please. What can you say to someone who works at a multinational as a contract staff, but mm. no means of succession, retention in sight? I think many mm. contract staff are in this table. Okay. Asking for, he you said, know, I'm asking for a friend.
1: No, the truth about it is that if you're a contract staff, you are not part of the... the, You don't sit at the dining table. You are best just hanging around. You are the hangers-on. And you are not going to... First of all, you're not entitled to benefits that an FTE, a full-time employee, has. So you need to ask yourself, what exactly do you want to do with your life? So do you want to be a contract staff forever? And then if you don't stand up like the prodigal son and say, I'm going, you know, take up your... Take up your gauntlet and say, that's where I want to go. This is what I want to do. Go on the side, develop your skills. I tell you, I've said it before. I've only had to present my certificate once when I joined Guinness, Nigeria. That's when they asked us to show. After that, other jobs that I've had, they've never asked me, ID, do you have an MBA? Now, I know there's a lot of certificate fraudery and all that. And I just wonder, hey, listen, you know why? It is the competence I exhibit that make them say to me this guy knows his onions see when you squeeze orange what comes out is orange juice not juice orange juice pressure brings out the best in you when people rather than go through pressure to bring out the best in them nothing happens because there's nothing inside content in a container is what gives the measure of value if it's an empty container it means there's no content so build your content so you cannot be a contract staff forever You need to move the needle yourself, by yourself, with yourself, not anybody. Otherwise, you are treated as a number. Listen, I say this with every sense of humility. If you're a contract staff, you're just a number. And if they get hit, if the OPEX is being touched, they're just going to say, we need to, how many are they? One, okay, one, two, drop it to 1,000. They're not looking at the people. I'm telling you this. I've been there. I've done that. They just look. Remove 200. Those 200, then you people come out and say, hey, they are sacking her. But you knew when you stepped into the boat. What are you doing to develop yourself? But I found out, I've been on this journey for 11 years with Corporate Shepherds, friends. We've had several, several. And I tell you, when it comes to people paying to develop themselves, they don't want to. Rather, you can easily go and pay to go and dance Ndombolo. <laughs> but the one that will give you content and sustainability for the future many of you jones and don't touch it after you come and cry cry to who but at the end of the day ask yourself how productive have i been
0: all right this next question uh this is from Ungazi, saying good afternoon uncle id and ify thank you for today's inspiration in terms of STA, some organizations do attach conditions. In case you return from the assignment and want to move jobs with, your, with the experience, what do you have you to too. say about
1: you that? You too, you too. Your, your go, go 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 is too. How can somebody, <laughs> can, you send, can you send somebody to go somewhere, pay all that expense, and when it comes back, it leaves you? <laughs> Come on, let's be real. You can't go on an STA for six months and they expose you to all of those, preparing you for, then you come back and then, that's greed. Greed. That means check inside you. There's something wrong. That individual, when I hear people say, I'm moving on, you are insensitive. You know what? One of the things I'll give you guys for free, don't burn bridges. Don't create walls. Build them. Build a bridge, but don't, don't destroy a bridge. When you have the opportunity, build bridges. Because what goes around comes around. You don't see tomorrow. You think you've gone to that job, stay there. Three, four years after, they'll got they'll get bought over by another company that the person you left and you thought was the MD at that time becomes a group MD. The minute the guy enters that seat, you are the first person you'll fire. And you ask yourself, I thought I was being smart. That's what's wrong with young people these days. They think they are smart. But trust me, before the S there's a letter called a before letter s there's a letter called a it's called attitude your attitude will determine your altitude if you don't have it you will be smacked and that's the s you think you're smart your smartest will make you smacked big time and may god not allow you to get regrets so go into with sense of it's called a covenant you have a covenant with the organization. We are sending you to South Africa for six months because we see you as heading this office. You go to South Africa. They spend all that money. You come back and say, I'm leaving you. Who does that? It means that you are insensitive. Thursday is another day. Same time, three o'clock, same station with uh, during this beautiful segment with the radio butterfly. And just truly will be here.
0: Adu says I should um, say, Pro- profound, sir. He, oh. he actually sent it to you. Adu, are you listening to my show? <laughs> <laughs> my
3: PD for he life. He said
0: um, the, the statement you made, if you pay peanuts, you will get monkeys. Profound.
1: Oh, okay. Thank you so much, Adu. Thank you, everyone. We can take this conversation on. Uh, let's tweet at um, IDYENANG. Follow me as I follow Christ, and then I'll be able to tell you what I know. And by God's grace, we'll get to that place called there. Thank you, Boss fee Thank you, everyone. See you guys on Thursday by His grace. I'll Thank bow out you. now. Thank you.